we've got Robin here. Robin has been um, a, a friend of our show for many years. <laughs> yes. We, we, when Michelle and I were doing a show at a talk show at VH1, uh, I think she was a guest on our show yeah, in '97. '97. It would be '96 right. or '97. '97. Right? Yeah. Now, does any? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that? Yeah. Because do any of you know how to do mathematics? Um, I can try. Okay. So how many years ago was that? Um, thirty. Thirty-five. No, it's twenty nineteen. It's so that's thirty-two. Twenty-one. Thirty-two years. <laughs> no. How, how much do you say? Oh I would say it's twenty-one years ago. Okay. Twenty-two. Twenty-nineteen. Because if, the, if we're 19. in a nine and it was a seven, yeah, it's probably twenty-six. Twenty-two. 22. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> twenty-two. Is it twenty-two oh years ago? God, or nine. We're in a seven. It's got to be twenty-six. That makes no sense. <laughs> I said 32. Yeah. 22. Yeah. It's just, that's all? 22, 22 years ago? Years ago? Mm. I thought it was longer. Well, 22 it's years. It's half of my life. It is It is oh. half of your life. You say it like that. So much has happened to you in all of that time. Yeah, I'm because sure. Because shortly after that, you sort of disappeared for a minute. Yes. And then you reemerged bigger and better than ever. What were you doing during that time you disappeared? I think I was just trying to make sense of my career and yeah. I was working still with big record companies and yeah. then I started my record label in 2004 uh-huh. and that's when I started touring again and I could start making music that I really liked myself. Were you afraid that if by going away for so long people would forget you? Or were you hoping that people would forget you? <laughs> in a way, yes. <laughs> no, in a way. I mean, I think I, think I was really... Um, excited to do all the things I was doing with that first album. Yeah. But I really didn't know what I had gotten myself into. Like my parents had an independent theater group when I was a kid and we were touring all over Europe and it was very indie. Yeah. And I thought I was going to do, you know, what they did. You know, yeah. we'll, you know, we'll travel around and play some music. It'll be fun. Uh-huh. But it was just like the most commercial part of the music industry you right. could ever end up in. And it was just not for me. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I really wanted to just find another way of doing it. Yeah. And the, and it was scary, but it was worth it. And those good. songs were they re- were they produced by um, Max Martin and Dennis Pop and all those people? Yes, two of them were on my first album. The yeah. two big singles were produced by Max Martin and Dennis Pop. Yeah. Have you maintained a relationship with uh, Max Martin? I know I Dennis have. Part Dennis Pop left the planet. Yes. Uh but uh, Max Martin is still bigger than ever. I know. It's crazy. It's him and Beatles, I think, yeah. on like the Billboard chart. It's had, really? Yes. Yeah, he's still around making music, and we're still friends. And he's like a really generous and lovely person. Yeah. Mm. So now um, we don't work together. Don't work together anymore. But um, during (laughs) that's over. So um, you were was you were on RCA back then? The Robin is here album was on RCA. So so you have so much information. Oh, you have no idea, Robin. (laughs) No, I I love music. I'm a big music freak. And so um, that that you let that contract lapse. Yes. And then you sort of you've sort of what did you do during that 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 sort of hiatus well i made two albums that weren't released in america and then like so it took me about 10 years to get to the point where i was like sick enough of the music industry to have the guts to start my record label yeah and then i did and i had some money of course from the first album so i was in a quite of a good spot but it was still really really scary i didn't know you know no i didn't have any role models i was mm-hmm. taking help from some of my good friends like the people i liked that i worked with in the music industry and i just kind of figured it out as i went along and i started working with people that I, you know, chose myself and that I, you know, very consciously um, contacted because Mm -hmm. I wanted to work with them. 
All on this mm. side of the world, on in the Sweden side of the world? In yeah. the Sweden side of the world, yeah. in Europe. It, mostly in Stockholm, actually. People that I just bumped into over the years or that were recommended to me. And I started my maybe my most important working relationship with Klaus Oalund, who's a producer that I've worked with on every album since. Yeah. Then. And so, what are the names of the two albums that weren't released here? Well, one is, uh, the the second one is like, I was, I think I was 21 or 22. It's very pretentious. It's My Truth. My Truth. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. it's not pretentious. Uh-huh. It's cute. Is it, do you think uh, Robin fans today, would they like it? I think so. Yeah. Is it uh, dance oriented? I think it's more like pop music Maybe, you know, you could hear that I was smoking a lot of weed at mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, But it's always like conscious pop music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and what's the other one? It's My Truth and, and what's the other one? Don't Stop the Music, which was my, like, I really tried to make a commercial pop album. Yeah. And it really was like, ugh, the most horrible process. <laughs> was it? Yeah, it, it was, I think, because I was still working with big record companies at the time. And mm-hmm. it was just so confusing. Mm-hmm. So I made the second album was like, you know, my, like, attempt to do something that I felt was true to me. And then that didn't work because I didn't get the support I needed. So I made this other more commercial album and that was just horrible. It didn't turn out the way I wanted either. And then I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to do it on my own. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we Americans think of Sweden as the land of the great pop music. And uh, we all have theories on why Sweden's Swedish people have really cracked the code. Mm -hmm. Why do you think Sweden has sort of harnessed what we love about pop music and been able to serve it back to us in a way that we just cannot get enough of it. Mm. I think there's some kind of melancholy in the culture mm. that I think mixes really well with pop music. I think for club music, it's inherent. It's always there, but club music um, maybe doesn't have the same melancholy in the melodies, mm-hmm. but in pop music, you can really mix this like... Mm kind of sad melody language that I think is really present in Swedish folk music. Yeah, yeah. I think it might actually have something to do with that. Right. Even in Eurovision. Yeah. You can't wait for Sweden. They will always deliver an incredible song. Mm. Yeah. That's true. You grew up with sort of bohemian parents. Did they listen to ABBA, your parents? I think for my parents, ABBA was not uh, cool enough. Yeah. You know, because there would be other things that were cooler for them at the time. Yeah. Um, but, and and I think that's a, a sad part of ABBA's history that, you know, they did so well outside of Sweden. But in Sweden, they were like not appreciated really? at all. Mm. No, it took them a long, long, long time. And I think my parents, I mean, they love ABBA, so it's not about that. But like at the time, they were just not accepted. Yeah. It was really sad. Yeah. I'm, you know, I love ABBA. I love, it's like one of my favorite bands ever. Do you, you, uh, I'm going to ask you what your but top... But I didn't grow up with listening. My parents didn't listen to them. I'm going to ask you what your top three ABBA songs are. And yes. so, and you, while you think of that, I will tell you my yes. top three Thank you. ABBA songs. Number one, uh, and I actually even sang the title, 
I, I start to tear up mm. when I say the title. But it's called Move On. And it's on, um, I don't even know what album it's on. Um, mm. But it just, it talk about melancholy. Mm. Talk. It always reminds me of when I was moving from um, Atlanta to New York. So and it's got I, a connection. For oh, God, yeah. yes. And I would just listen to that song and cry and cry mm. and cry. And then, um, How you know. How old were you then? Oh, I was probably in my 50s. <laughs> 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 no, oh no. When I was moving, when I moved, uh, I was in my twenties when I moved from Atlanta mm-hmm. to New York. I like oh, two years ago, 50s, then. <laughs> right, just a few years ago. Yes. Right, um, and of course, now of course, that goes without saying. I love all ABBA. Mm-hmm. I love all ABBA. But my top three would be Move On. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it would then it would go into probably um, uh, two. Uh, was it two for the price of one? Two oh. for the price of one. Yeah, that one. And then uh, I haven't uh, heard that. One. Yeah. Um. Here, I'll play it for you. Yes. Uh. And then it would be God. I'm trying to choose like Any Sophie's popular choice. Ones? Popular ones. Um. Uh. Name of the game. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Great name one. of the game. I love it so much. So oh, that's such a good song. I've given I you lay all your love on me. Oh. Oh yes. Yeah, that one. Yes. So I've given you some time, Robin. Uh, yeah. What are your top three favorite ABBA songs? I would have to say that my absolute favorite ABBA song is Chiquitita. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because it's heartbreaking and it's like a friend talking to a friend. And, you know, it's this like really, really heartfelt lyric. And the end where where Ben is like playing the piano like... Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like... I don't know. It gets me every time. Oh, I love it. Yes. I love it. And then Voulez-vous? Voulez-vous, yes. When I DJ, I play that all That's the time. That's such a great Because song, everybody in the audience goes, uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. So good. And you can loop that part. Oh, yeah. And, like, make it go forever and ever <laughs> and ever. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And number three, I think it would be, what's the album they made that is, like, considered to be their, like, their credible album right. or whatever? It's called something Ghost. There's a song on there. I, I'll, I'll get you the name of yeah, it. But yeah. There's a song on there that's about a person, and I don't know who, who the, like who they thought about when they wrote the lyric. But it's a person I think living in a big city, and she talks about you know getting Chinese food, and I'm reading the paper. Oh yeah. The day before you came. The day before you came. Yes. Yes. Y'all beat Google. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. So fantastic. Now, I think. Uh, two for the price of one, it goes like this. It's mm-hmm. this one here. Oh, it's going to play out there. I'm sorry. Let's see. Do you know this one? Two for the price of one? No. Slow one. Mid-tempo? Yeah. Oh, but um, it's, it's an album cut. It wasn't um, It wasn't uh, a single or anything, but all it's their sweet. songs are great. Yeah. It's, it's one of those sort of Beatlesque songs mm-hmm. where it's about this guy who... I'm going to shut it off. What did he, he do? He answers an <laughs> ad in the paper for a love connection. Oh, and oh. Sh- and And he thinks he's going to get two curls for the price of one. And later, as th- the song goes on, he realizes it's the girl and her mother. Oh. Uh, that the mother, it's a package deal. Oh. Yes. So two for That's the price cute. of one. Have you met, you've met the Abbas? Which of the Abbas have you met? I have met uh, Bjorn. Genius. And mm-hmm. said hi to him. Yeah. And I'm actually, I'm actually friends with Benny. 
You are? Yes. Wow. Uh, so, there are actually five of them, aren't there? There's Stig Anderson. Yeah, that's true. That's the manager, wasn't it? The he manager? was the manager. I yeah. think so. Yeah. On, and then it's Björn and Benny, Agneta and uh, Anne Frid. Yes, Anna Fred, Agneta, Benny, and Björn. Björn. Björn Uvelis. Yes. Yeah. It sounds very different when we say it. It does. <laughs> so, um, and where do you Benny, live? Benny, in- I'll tell you about Benny, though. Please. Because he's so amazing. He's got a studio in Stockholm, and all the people working in the studio are women. So he's made a thing really? out of just hiring yeah. women, female engineers. He gave, I think, I don't know, it was a lot of money. Yeah. Like maybe a hundred thousand dollars in Sweden, that's a lot, to start up the feminist party's mm. first wow. campaign in mm-hmm. Sweden. Mm-hmm. Benny did. Wow. Yes. Wow. So he's like a re- and and Bjorn also is like super like uh, conscious, like cool and progressive. guy. Yeah, progressive yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah there's He wrote chess, cool. so that's why I love yeah, him. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Michelle, you've been to Sweden several times. I've uh, only been Stockholm once. Stockholm only, though. Stockholm, yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. Once we went one summer, George and I, and uh, rented bikes and rode all over the city so with yeah. bicycles yeah. in the summertime. That's mm. the way you learn. Yeah. Do you live there now? Yes, I do. Will you always live there? Yeah, I always stayed there. Have you always lived there? I mean, have you lived in any other city? I have a home here. Yeah, in LA. In LA, but I um and I spend a lot of time in other places, but when I don't tour, I tend to always be in Stockholm because a lot of the people I work with are just there. Right. Yeah. I want yeah. to see and my you family. There. I record a lot there. It depends on who I'm working with, but a lot of the times I'm there. Yeah. Mm. Now, um, the 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 latest album, which is called Honey, mm-hmm. it, there was a few years in between there. You released some singles uh, with that group whose name I can't pronounce. Rysop. Rysop. Say that again. Rysop. Rysop. Like you rake the leaves and then you sop up the gravy with the with the biscuit. Yeah. Rysop. Yeah. And you re- and they're friends of yours. Mm-hmm. Is that the one? Is he one of the guy, the guy that you were talking about? Is he a group member in that? The guy who you've made records with for the past ten years is he a member of that group? No, that's a different guy. Okay. So Sven and Torbjorn, who are in Rakesop, they are Rakesop. Yes. Rakesop. Yeah, it's okay. a kind of a mushroom. Oh, Rakesop. yeah. Okay. Rakesop. Oh, is okay. it a, a magic mushroom? No, it's a smoke mushroom. You know, when once you. You put like you squash it and, and it, it makes smoke. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Okay. Stop okay. Mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why, but that's the mushroom. Okay. Um. So you so made some records with them. I made some records with them, uh, which was lovely. Oh, I love those records. Yeah, me too. And then, but Klaus is a, he's like more like the second band member of Robin in a way. I see. Okay. Like, we did all the Body Talk albums and the first album I did on my label and he's ah. been working with me on the Honey album as well. But I also made a lot of the last album together with a guy called Joseph Mount. Uh. He's got a band called Metronomy. You would love it, I think. Oh, wow. If you like ABBA, you like that. You Metronomy. Like Metronomy, yeah. Okay, I'll you look that up. It. I'm going to mm. look that up. Now, we're, we've got Robin here. We're going to go to break real quick. We'll be right back after this. Mm. Okay, Michelle, I've just got to tell you how much I am in love with my Quip toothbrush in fact so much so that i give them as gifts i give that i gave natasha one i gave i there's a place down in um uh 
it's in NoHo in New York. This little store that has them. They sell them at Target. They sell them at Target? Yeah, they sell them at Target now. I didn't know that. Yes, baby. I love them so much. I love brushing my teeth. It's so sexy. They're so gorgeous. Yeah. I love them so much. And it just takes a regular battery. That's it. To, that It's so brilliant. So easy, you guys. And we're talking about Quip. The makers of the Quip electric toothbrush want you to know that the one single discovery that matters most for your dental care is simply this. If you have good habits, you're good. Yeah. And like I just said, they're selling it at Target now. But of course, you want to get your little special thing that you get through us by ordering it at the .com because yeah. it's easier that yeah. way. So that means some of these good habits are brushing for two minutes twice a day, flossing regularly no matter what brand you use. Quip makes that simple, starting with an electric toothbrush, refillable floss, and anti-cavity toothpaste. Quip's electric, electric brush has sensitive sonic vibrations that Rue and I talk about all the time with a built-in timer and, you know, the 30-second pulses. So yeah. it kind of goes off. Yeah, that's right. You do it each quadrant quadrant uh, for 30 seconds. And they have a floss dispenser, and it comes with pre-marked string to help you use just enough. Plus, Quip delivers fresh brush heads, floss, and toothpaste refills to your door every three months with free shipping, so your routine is always right, and it's always tight. So join over 3 million healthy mouths and get Quip today, starting at just 25 bucks. And this is what we were talking about. If you go to getquip.com slash rue right now, you'll get your first refill free and Everybody loves free stuff. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash rue, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash rue. Quip, the good habits company. We are back with Robin. We're talking music. We're talking Sweden. I can't wait to get back to Sweden. I don't get to travel that much. You travel all the time. I do. Are you on tour right now? Right now I'm touring. We've spent most of the summer in Europe doing festivals mm-hmm. and now we've done these few shows here in America I was here in the beginning of the year as well yes so it's really nice to come back and do a second show in LA and New York and how many people travel with you we're 35 people what jeez Louise that's a small country oh, yes 35 people yes it's my gang. I'm their mama. Uh, <laughs> their posse. Yes. Well, how are you able to make a profit traveling with 35 people? I just started to make a profit. Just now? Yes. <laughs> it's minute. true. It's true. Today. No. Today. <laughs> no. A few weeks ago. No, but it's actually true. I don't, do, I don't want to tour unless I can do what I think is, you know, necessary. Yeah. For it to be fun for me. Yeah. And fun for the people that want to come and see it. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a, it's a balance between like how how much money you want to put into it and how long you want to tour so you can yeah. make the money back. Okay. Yeah, cuz um, you put money into it, so yeah. you got to get yeah. it back. Yeah. Yeah. I I love it. And you're doing uh songs from the Honey album. By yes. the way, I love this album so much. Ah, thank there's, you. There's a song thank on there you. um and I I'm trying to see if, which one it is that is very um uh Break for Love by Rage. Oh, Remember really? that? Oh, yeah. Like, is it um uh is it between the lines? Yes. I think it's between the lines. Mm-hmm. Is that it's? Were you, what inspired you with this record? Is, is it sort of nineties? What would raise me? Music, that was eighties, really. wasn't it? It was probably, mm-hmm. if I had to guess, eighty eight, eighty nine. It was probably eighty eight. You know the song "Raise" by Break for Break Love. For by Love? No, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll find it. Can you play it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it was like Crystal Waters. Do you remember oh, Crystal yes. Waters? Oh yes. Oh yes. That was what inspired that song. Yeah. There's a little Louis Vega uh, remix of. Uh, between yes. the lines it's really good because you know me and Louie worked in the 90s oh you did we did two songs on my first album I did not know you that you want to hear Break for yes. Love yeah yes, let's hear please. Break for Love here. yeah alright let's get the ads skip here we get, go skip the ads and get to uh, 
good beat. Yeah, it's a oh, good beat, yeah. And it's really the synth line that comes in later mm-hmm. that... Uh, For me, it was about the this beat. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because that's all they said. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Ooh. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, as, as the song goes on, here's Here the synth line. Yeah, yeah, the synth line, too. Oh, it's so nice. Uh-huh. Hello. I wonder what Ray's is eating right now. Raisins. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it. Can't play anymore. <laughs> yeah. So now, okay, so with this album, it took several years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I read somewhere that there was some heartbreak or there yeah. were some people who left the planet mm-hmm. and things. And that uh, that sort of uh, slowed down your creative process. Mm-hmm. Tell me about it. I mean, I'm happy it did in a way because it gave me like... I don't know the space maybe to dig a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. I think maybe there's not like a scale, I think, in society where that gets, where you can value that stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. How to go deeper into things. Because it's not measurable in the same way, maybe, as like being outward and successful. That's right. But it's very, very valuable for, oh, it was valuable for me. Um so I'm really happy that I had that time and it came out of just being sad. <laughs> like mm. I, I didn't want to do anything but just be very still and go to therapy. And yeah. See my friends. Girl. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that is, you know, you have to be on the planet for a good long time to be able to understand and value that step away from the canvas Mm -hmm. time. And if you are in this life for the long run, you know to value the step away from the canvas time. So so, uh, you just, you went to therapy, Mm -hmm. you uh, ate whatever you wanted to eat. Mm -hmm. I had a period where I didn't eat at all. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. I know. No, but I'm saying like sadness is hard. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, what is your relationship to sadness now? Has it changed because of that period? Yes, I think so. I think definitely. I think it's like <clears throat> I can in, I can in, enjoy being close to my emotions in a different way. It doesn't scare me as much. Mm. Your emotions scared you before? I think so. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's a fair statement. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think when you're like when you're younger, it's easier to, like, it's hard to just be still with them. I think you talked before about a ten year old that you were babysitting. Yeah, and I think that's the same. That that's kind of what I learned to do. Like babysits myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we were talking earlier, and I was talking about uh, the idea of. Um, uh, being, you know, I'd always looked for people to take care of my inner child and no one can take care of my inner child except for me. My <laughs> child doesn't respond to anyone except for me. Of what course. a, what yeah. a fucking revelation. No one knows your inner child, but you, but right. me. Yeah. And it is just really, uh, it's such a, an amazing thing. Now with this album, honey, mm-hmm. a few of the songs were released earlier, like on girl, the TV show girls. Yes. And it was like a year, a year and a half before the album came out. I know. Something like that. Yeah. Because Lena Dunham, uh, well, she emailed me and she asked me if I had any new music that I wanted to share because she had put Dancing on My Own, one of my other songs, on the show before. Yeah. And it was such a nice <clears throat> match. Like, mm. um, the way she used it was amazing. And so she she asked me if she could do it again. And 
I had this song called Honey and it wasn't finished, uh, but I sent it to her. I sent her some demos and that's the one she picked. So I finished it for the show and then I kind of redid it for the album. Yeah. yeah. So it came out for the sh- like a little half of the song maybe before for the for the show and then yeah. we redid it like five times over for, for the album. It was one of those songs that just took forever to make. Now we have a history on our show, mm-hmm. Drag Race, mm-hmm. with Dancing on My Own. Have you ever seen that? No. <clears throat> yeah. We have a very, talk about melancholy. Oh my God, how come how have I missed that? Well, it was that? Raven and Juju um, had to lip sync against each other on All Stars 1 and they're best friends. Oh. Best, best, best friends. They had to lip sync against each other and the whole number, they're both crying. <gasps> no. And it's one of the iconic lip syncs. Yep. We'll have to show it okay. to you. I can't believe I missed it. Yeah, it's it's really... It, 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 it's actually, we've done a lot of lip syncs on this mm-hmm. program. It's one of the top, top five, five iconic for lip sure. syncs. Amazing. Yeah. But you know, for years, I have re, re-edited your Dancing on My Own video because I think it's perfect. The only shot missing from the video <laughs> yes. is where the camera pans down mm-hmm. to your hand yes. and it, you're holding a knife. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. No, oh my good. God. It's the only shot yeah. missing from that. And then you can go th- back, but you know that the knife's yeah, there. You know, you know what that knife is going to do. Oh my God. <laughs> Who directed that video? Um, His name is Max Vitali. Max Vitali. Mm-hmm. And did you come up with the concept or did his, his people do it? Um, We kind of did it together. Um, I work with a choreographer. Her name is Decida. She's been doing a lot of stuff with me. She also choreographed the last video I did forever again. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it's a so, collaboration. So I collaborate with people. Oh, so there's a, a video forever again. Yes. And uh, are, is there one for Honey and Missing You? Yes. Oh, not well, for Missing You, just for Honey. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You know, because um, you know, it's interesting when you do music and then you put it in other people's hands. It's mm-hmm. your record company, mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Who distributes it? It's different labels in different countries. So I work with Island Records in the UK, and then I work with Interscope here. And, with um, Ministry of Sound, but they have a new name now in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's different. I kind of do license deals with different yeah. record companies. And then me and my management, we we kind of act as the record label that we, we deliver the record and we deliver the videos and all the things, the, the, the kind of visual... Um, tools. Yes. But then they're the ones that put actually put the music on Spotify or whatever. You know, sure. The, the but you have to be a business person and the artist. Yes. That's a lot. And a mom. I mean, to my... Your to 45 you. yeah. my children. Team. Yes. 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 <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you, you don't have children? I don't. No. I, I don't either. No. <laughs> do you have children? I do. Yes. But I've got lots of little gay children out there too. But yes. Yeah. So yeah. I get it. But yeah, How I've many two, kids do you have? got two girls, oh. 17 and 19. They're Amazing. grown though already. It's time to kick them out of the house. Well, they're they're pretty much gone the time already. Has come, yeah, but yeah. that's cool. Yeah. yeah. So, what music do you listen to, Robin? I listen to a lot of club music, so mm. that's kind of where my you know my main inspiration is club music. Always yeah. has been. Always go back to it, both like old songs, but then I love to find new club music as well. And I yeah. think the scene is so interesting at the moment. It's so, there's so many different little um, worlds, you know, and people are collaborating uh, like across borders. And I'm, I'm really into, you know, club music and the culture around it still. 
How, how did the collaboration with Britney Spears come about? Did she find you or did you find her? How did that work? She was actually working with Klaus Oalund, uh-huh. um, my collaborator, and he asked me to record the demo for the song that... Piece of Me. That I do backing vocals on, yes. Oh, Piece do you of not me. write on it? Are no, you... I didn't, no. Oh, I just I assumed just sang, you wrote it. No, I just sang the demo. Uh-huh. And then she kept some of the vocals on yeah. on there, but I didn't write it. Yeah, down. because I could hear your voice on there, and I thought, oh, she must have written it. No. Huh. I didn't. It's have a you shame. Written, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I should write more for other people. I just never You're have such time. such a good songwriter. You never Thank have time. Um, no, I end up just finishing things for myself. Yeah, mm. yeah. I don't know, like. Well, but you write with the um, rake. Sop. Yes. <laughs> I have to do it. I have to say it. I have to first see a rake, and then I have to see a biscuit <laughs> well, with it gravy. Rake sop. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, but you write with them, no? I write with them sometimes when we do music together. Yeah. I work also with a friend of mine called Mr. Top Hat. We made a disco EP together a couple right. of years ago. Yes. Yeah. And what was the name of that? Um, it was called Trust Me. Yes. But then I also made a song called Love is Free for another project before that, which I think maybe you would like. I have that somewhere here. I have Love is Free. It actually reminds me of the song you just played. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It has oh, the same really? Like kind Break of for Love. Vocal. I didn't know that. But yeah. I made it together with Christian Falk, who's like one of my, was one of my old friends. He he passed away. Yes. But he taught me so much about music and about house music and about New York and yeah. about, you know. No, I know. Clubbing was all about. I know, know we have to uh, wrap this up soon, but I wanted to ask you about that. Uh, I do, feel like I would. I would ask you so many things too. <laughs> like I wish. No, I just want to like pick your brain. Like, what was it like at that time when you were a kid and you were just in New York? It's yeah. everything you think it was and more. Mm. It was so fabulous, and it was dirty and grimy and all of those things. But it, we, at the time, we were we really understood that it, we were in a magical time. Mm-hmm. You you could feel mm-hmm. that it was a magical magical time mm-hmm. and it was family you never felt in danger no i never it's felt really in danger weird. Yeah. you just i don't know it was just like that's what we did yeah all yeah. day every day yeah it's a shame now like, maybe uh, maybe uh, we'll see if if we can get another break with you i know they want you to come back to the sound stage but mm-hmm. we'll see and and, and yeah, alex is we'll going to stay okay we'll we'll, we'll we, so you let's can, put a pin in it right we'll now we'll put a pin in it but i want to ask you one question yeah. before we break for love mm-hmm. this is the thing <laughs> i love it you know you you talked about your friend who was so close to you mm-hmm. does um he come to you in dreams um yes not as much now, but I also go to see a medium, and he talks to me through my medium. <laughs> what so things? Cool. What kind of things does he say? He tells he talks to me about how what to do to um, you know get space to write music. Like he'll give me tips about what to do in the studio. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And do you listen? I do. Good girl. Yeah. Good. Can you write on the road? No. No. I find it very hard to write while I'm touring. Yeah. Because it's like, like we were saying before, it's like that thing, you have to, it's like a small city, you have to keep yeah. everything going. So there's no time to yes. be like fl- floaty and spacey. Right. And and everything, it's like, uh, you know, you're at the tip of the pyramid and everyone is really basing their um, their well-being mm-hmm. on your well-being. Yes. So you have to be strong and you can't distract and and sort of, Pair away on your own to do a little writing no. because they might get a little fragmented. 
Exactly. You know, yeah. They might feel abandoned. Yeah. Don't want that. Don't no. want that. We're going to go to break right now. But before we do, you have, is there a website where everything, Robin, we could, people can find out about where you were touring, where yes. to find you? Is it, what is it? It's Robin.com. Just Robin dot, with a Y. Yeah. With a Y. And then I have an Instagram and my Instagram is Robin Kanichiwa. Well, Robin, kids her age, you know, enthralled, really, Michelle, with the concept of what New York was like back then. Because yeah. it's a very storied, very cr- kind of chronicled, fabled, uh, fabled yeah. uh, existence back then. I, I first moved uh, there in 84, mm-hmm. and the city spit me out uh, back to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then I came back in ah. 87. Uh-huh. In 87. So I, I moved there in 86. You moved there in 86 from New Jersey. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Doing the, she was doing the ball scenes and all the, the uh, you know, the voguing thing mm-hmm. that the kids do, you know. Mm-hmm. Where were you in 86? You are born in 79. Yeah. So I was seven years old. Seven years old. My parents had just moved back from or stopped touring. So we were more based in Stockholm. Right. And uh, I was starting school, which was very different from the way it had been before since they were touring all, all over Europe, basically. The and theatrical group. Yes. Do you have brothers and sisters? I had a brother who was born that year. Okay. So he was born and we kind of moved back. And my mom always told me that or tells me that when I started school after like the first day in school, I'd come home and be like, Mom, when do we go back on tour? <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> That's sweet. Can you imagine having a child? I mean, you've got 35 people on tour with you right now. Yeah. Uh, are there any of them little baby children? Sometimes they bring their children, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. It really makes a difference when you have kids on tour. I think. But it's such it a makes great... It nicer. It's a great education for children. How else will they learn you know, that there are other people out in the world other than themselves? Exactly. You know? Other cultures. Yes. Other yes. ways of living. Yes. But what, so when you, so when, what ages were you then when you came to New York? I, I, the first time in 84, I was 23 in 84. And that then, must have been crazy. It was crazy. And it was everything I thought it was. I grew up reading uh, Andy Warhol's magazine, interview magazine, actually all magazines. I read them all. I knew that even as a kid growing up in San Diego, mm-hmm. which is just uh, south of here in LA, um, I knew that my show business career would take place in New York. Mm -hmm. I knew that even as a kid. Mm -hmm. So I knew my journey, my story was I had to get to New York. Of course, I slept on couches, slept on the piers. People Mm -hmm. were very nice to me. But after six months of doing that, I had to go back to Atlanta. And then I made my way back up in 87. Mm. So how old were you, Michelle? I was 17. 17. And what were you doing at the balls then? So I went to college. I went to uni. Yeah. um, And... In between those or at the night times because college was during the day. Yeah. And the weekends and night, I would be going to the ballrooms in Harlem mm-hmm. and would be with my chosen family mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. So mm. I was 17. It was, so it was June, right? July. We got, we graduated high school in June of 86. And I moved to New York City in August. Mm-hmm. And then I turned 18 in September. Mm-hmm. So I was 17 when I got there. but. Turned 18 right away and then... And your crew, were you dancing as well or were you like hanging yeah. out? Or yeah. No, I, I was the only kind of biological female in with the group mm-hmm. of queer people. Mm-hmm. And um, they took me in as one of yeah. their own into their house. And I was the only like little white girl in this beautiful brown mm-hmm. skin. Wait, you're white? Don't tell anybody. <laughs> Not according to my heritage.com. <laughs> um, so there's... 
that storyline. I did that for a few years before I auditioned and got into a girl group when I was 19. Yes, I yeah. know about so that. that yeah. and, but then that's where she got the name Visage. Mm-hmm. That was because she always walked in the face category mm-hmm. uh, in, the ball in the ballrooms and stuff. When were you first aware of ballroom scene? Um, I was aware of the dance of like voguing in that scene when I was like... 17 or 18 and someone took me to body and soul uh-huh. and the shelter uh-huh. yeah. so i was like i managed to just catch the last little end tail yes. of that yeah um and i had listened to the music for a long time of course because in europe that music was like really mainstream it was yeah. on the radio and yeah but i just didn't know where it came from yeah and that was my introduction to the culture and like seeing how the ages were mixed and the races and there were all mm-hmm. kinds of people and there. there were kids sleeping on the floor like having a nap so they could go back up and dance yeah. Yeah. and all these things that i had never imagined but it made total sense of course when i saw it yeah and then i just you know kept searching for it in other places and other kinds of ways but I also had this always had this sadness that I knew that I missed it yeah you know you travel the world uh you know in America there aren't many dance clubs anymore you know know. when we were doing it years ago they were everywhere uh uh, where are they happening in other countries dance clubs totally and I think in Europe it's a little bit easier maybe to have those kind of free environments Mm -hmm. still like in Berlin, you can. You oh know, yeah! If you go to Berghain, even though it's like the biggest club in the world, it's still a gay club. Mm-hmm. You know what's it called? Berghain. 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 Uh-huh. It's in Berlin. Uh-huh. Berghain. Berghain. Uh huh. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, you. Do you speak go. German as well? You should go to Panorama Bar. The Panorama, Panorama Bar. Bar. Oh, Oh. Yes, you have to go. Oh. It's still a gay club. Like you, you're in, you're in that territory when you go in there. Even I don't though it's go like, to clubs anymore. Well, I would, I would like to. Well, first of all, you know, people, you know, want to tug at our shirts when we're yes. in clubs. But yes, um, I, I would love to be able to go and uh, dance. I just don't. I can't well, you dance know, in anywhere. In Panorama Bar, you would be able to do that. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, you go there and people let you be. Really? Yeah, people are into the you too? thing. Yes, you can't, you, you can't take photos in there. Oh, great. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. Oh, that's fabulous. And I go oh, to Berlin a lot. Go. You do? Yeah, I was there like three times last year. Have you heard of Bernheim? I've heard of Bern- Berg. Berghain. Berghain. Mm. Yeah. And you, Panorama, Panorama no, Bar? No, Panorama Bar. I haven't heard uh, of it. But usually uh. when we're done with the show, I go to the hotel. Yeah. I'll go to the gym. And yeah. yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. But where did you go then? What was the first like big uh, club experience then when you guys came to New York? Well, you know, I had lived in Atlanta from in high school. So mm. when I first started going out to discos, there were lots of big discos in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. So I, from a teenage, my first disco was uh, 16 years old. Mm-hmm. From teenage years, I was always going to discos because I was 16 mm-hmm. in 77. Mm-hmm. So um, then when I moved to New York, the big clubs were Danceteria, um, yeah. Pyramid, uh, you know, actually all the songs that uh, 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 Nina Hagen list in her song, her song, uh, New York, New York, the mm-hmm. one she does with uh, Giorgio Moroder. Mm-hmm. She says, Roxy Mud Club Danceteria, the newest <laughs> club is opening up. The newest. <laughs> and Pyramid was our home base. That was like literally okay. the club where our home base where we would go every day. Wow. I never went to Pyramid because that was downtown, right? Yeah, it was on Avenue A between 7th and 6th. The, the only ones that I went down there were the World 
I love the world. Avid world I love goer, the world. Yeah. Because Freddie Bastone was an incredible DJ mm-hmm. and I loved when he spun. Mm-hmm. And then after hours, Save the Robots. Yeah. But the first club I ever went to in that whole experience, how I started in that whole thing, that ballroom thing, was the underground. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the underground. Steve, what's his name? Steve Lewis? Yes. Yeah. It was Steven Lewis's place. Yeah. Uh, turned into Palace Debuté. Yeah. Um, Love Machine. And, yes. Mm-hmm. So I started at the underground and then went to the Copa, Bentley's. Mm-hmm. So I did more of the uptown clubs. Yeah. The only exception being the world and robots. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think was the only, you know, and I'd go into like 110 Horatio and they'd have a party and, sure. and bars and clubs like that. Yeah. But then um, Red Zone was huge. Again, we're going uptown. Yeah. Midtown. But all yeah. these clubs yeah. in one yeah. island. Oh, like, yeah. One night it's we would so go to four cool. different clubs. Oh yeah, I would get yeah. earlier because I was uh, older. Tunnel. I would mm. I could go to six clubs in one night. Yeah. We'd go to tunnels, six the limelight. Clubs in one night. We would just hop. Yeah. We knew yeah. everybody that worked the door, so we wouldn't have to wait. Mm-hmm. We'd go right in, drink tickets. That's it. Do your thing, <laughs> and then go on to the next. Amazing. Club. It was fun. Yeah. It was fun. It'd be great to have that come back again. I think it's very um, telling in our country right now that there aren't a lot of dance clubs it's something something's wrong with us i agree you know and but, so i mean this country has never embraced dance music that's whether right. it's disco house that's techno right. it's never been embraced yeah. here yeah yeah i think it's a very um as on, a country on, now yeah. as like yeah. a heritage yeah. which it is yes. it's like a new york real city heritage. has but yes. like you're saying the country yeah yeah you're right yeah. Now, speaking of dance music, you've worked with some of my favorite producers, Max Martin and Shellback. Tell me about Shellback. Mm-hmm. What's he like? Because they're both geniuses, in my opinion. Yes, they are. What? Shellback is um, a rock and roll drummer, I think, from the beginning. Oh. <laughs> like a young kid who was like into like yeah. rock music. And then he was shadowing Max Martin for a few years. Yeah, I've never worked with him personally, but I know that he was like... Max's like closest producer. Oh, because on, on there's one of the time. songs that you did actually later. Oh yes, he was there then, but I was in the studio mostly with Martin, I and see. then they worked together when I wasn't there. Actually, I see. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and um, but uh, Martin is an he's a beast. Yeah, I'm sure he's a beast. He's got a beautiful ear. Yeah. I mean, you can always tell his stuff. It's <laughs> His, it just sounds funny. He's got a beautiful ear. Yeah, no, his hmm. stuff, it's very distinctive. One, really exactly. <laughs> just just one. So now you're on tour right now. Yes. Uh, and what is the plan? Uh, is it to tour this album for the next year and then go back in the studio? How does it work? Um, well, I love touring, um, but I feel like... I need longer breaks than I've done before. Yeah. Um, I'm not like as young. <laughs> no, <laughs> tell me about it, sister. It's like I can feel it in my body. It's mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. So I I want some breaks. I'm taking a break now in September. Then I'm going to do some more touring in October. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I might start writing again or I might tour some more. If I do, I'm thinking I'm going to have to look at touring with trains. Yeah. Because I'm like, I have you anxiety. Bus? You hate the buses? Yeah. No, it's just environmentally. Oh, you're, that's wonderful. Great yeah. to be yeah. flying around 35 people. No, all but over you the can world. bus. I can yeah. bus and yeah. take trains. Yes. yes. So I'm looking at that. that trains might... are great in Europe, Robin. Yes. You know yeah. this. Yes. Yeah. So now um, we don't have much time, but yeah. I wanted to ask you this. Uh, <laughs> <Trains>. Why? <laughs> why did Body Talk? Why is Body Talk three albums? Why did you did it? Did it start out as 
one album and then you had so much material you thought, you know what, we're going to have to release this in increments. How did that work? I mean, I wish it was that I just had all these songs laying around, but I just knew that I wanted to get material out quickly and I also knew that there was a lot of songs that I wanted to write and I also was really like trying to be you know cool and like be in the studio and tour at the same time mm -hmm. and like I wanted to have this more direct like when you you make something and then just release it yeah. you know like yeah it was like a dream of mine yeah um but also I felt like the album format at that point was maybe losing a little bit of like it felt heavy. Yeah, it felt interesting to to make shorter versions of the albums mm -hmm. instead of releasing it all in one go. Yeah, and I could also while I was touring, I could update the tour with new music all the time, which oh. was really nice. Wow. Um, How long did that tour last? I toured between like two two thousand and ten with the Body Talk album to like. 2000 and end of 2013. Wow. So it's like three years. Wow, that's a that's a good long tour. Uh, and um, the fans are so thankful for it. That's that actually that whole project is a masterpiece. It really I listen you. to it all the time with wow. the remixes and and everything. It's it really is a defining moment in dance Thank music. Thank you so and it's, much. It's really just lovely. So oh, that's amazing coming from you. Thank well, you. Well, you know, and so that first time when we met, and I know we don't have a lot of time. That first time when we met in '97, mm -hmm. did you spend a lot of time over in the U.S. at that point? Yes, promoting. I, yes, a lot of time uh, promoting not playing live but just doing a lot of radio interviews and the kind of stuff that I, I I'd never done before and I wasn't really into it kind of worn me down it worn yeah. me down as a as a as a person I yeah. think felt like you were selling your soul a little bit it yeah. happens yeah. yeah yeah and that's okay I mean I'm not complaining I had a, an amazing beginning of my career so yeah it was great but I think if for me at that point when I, I wasn't traveling with my family there it got very lonely yeah 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 uh do you think you'd be producing other people I know you've worked with a lot of different people the um rake sop mm -hmm. people good job thank you uh what about <laughs> producing uh you know you've got a label uh yeah. you know signing people and producing them I think I would love to and then I haven't been able to find time to like really make myself available for other people's careers in yeah. the way I think I would have to in order to take on that responsibility. But I work with an artist called Jala. Jala. I, Jala. How do you spell it? Z-H-A-L-A. Jala. It means flower in Kurdish, which is her heritage. Mm -hmm. And she makes amazing music. And, but she makes it herself. So yeah. she just kind of delivers the record and then I help her release it. Yeah, I mm. love that. Mm. Well, Robin, thank you so much. Thank you. And We're I never got to ask you about new, your new wave bounds. Uh, yes. yes, well, that was that was okay. Atlanta. Yeah. yeah. That was Atlanta. Um, uh, you know, Atlanta was this great hotbed for creativity and there was lots of space and warehouse space in the 80s for young people mm -hmm. cause, because R.E.M. and the B-52s had made a big splash. Every kid right. in the southeast part of the U.S. thought, oh, I'm going to move to Atlanta and I'm going to do the exact same thing. So there's all these kids my age who would come to Atlanta to do to be the new B-52s. Uh -huh. So we did uh, this band and uh, uh, slept all day, dropped acid all night mm -hmm. and had parties and had so much. It was talked about 10,000 hours. That was like my college. That was where I got to learn yeah. uh, what my rhythm was, what my frequency is. And it was beautiful. And I wish every young person had the opportunity and the space yeah. and the time to be able to do that because yeah. I was 
very fortunate. Yeah. Very fortunate to do that. And I'm still friends with uh, all of those people. In fact, cool. the guys who you were just talking to yeah. out there, I know him from the, a band here. Amazing. Uh, I met them in New York at the uh, in 1985. Oh, my we God. We still work together all these years. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's crazy. It is crazy. Well, thank you. We love you, Robin. Thank, thank you, you so, so much for having much. me. It's yes. lovely to meet you both. Great to see you You're again. You're awesome. And so uh, you. people out there, you can go to robin.com. It's R-O-B-Y-N.com. Find out the tour dates. And the new album is called Honey. I Honey. love it. I Ooh. listen to it all the time. It's so good. <laughs> thank it's you. so good. So, oh my goodness. I just love you, Robin. All right. We'll be right back with Normani. Yes, baby. Michelle, we've had this discussion many times about deodorants and how the deodorants that most of us use have uh, aluminum, mm-hmm. or for English-speaking people, al- a- aluminum. aluminum. <laughs> a lot of them have talc and, and parabens and yes. all that stuff. Well, uh, Native does not have any of that stuff. No, and a lot of people don't know. We Again, we did an entire podcast yes, talking about natural deodorant and yeah. aluminum in it. Because what happens is it forms a plug in your sweat glands, and it keeps you from sweating. Yeah. And nobody wants that because it all gets backed up in your body, hence why it causes some pretty serious stuff. Mm -hmm. Native's deodorant is made without aluminum, so you can feel better about what you're putting on your body. And you won't stank. It's safe. It's formulated without aluminum, parabens, or talc. It's vegan, never tested on animal, uh, or animals even. Mm -hmm. Uh, Native deodorant (laughs) is made with ingredients you've heard of, like coconut oil. Oh, I've heard of that. And what about shea butter? I've heard of that. I actually went to high school with her. You did? Uh Uh-huh. She's Shea Coulee's sister, Shea Butter. (laughs) You wear deodorant every day. Shouldn't you be able to understand the ingredient list? I think that's really super important. Is that asking for too much? It's not asking for too much. And to take it to the next level, it's also not asking for too much to actually work. Yes. And that's important because a lot of people say, well, natural deodorants don't work. Well, this one works. Making the switch to an aluminum-free deodorant does not mean you have to sacrifice on performance. Native will keep you smelling and feeling fresh all day long with over 10 cents. Now, my favorite is coconut and vanilla. I like that one. Oh, it's my favorite, and that is the most popular. But there's lavender and rose. There's cucumber and mint, eucalyptus and mint, something for everyone. Free shipping on every order, and Native offers 30 days of free returns and exchanges in the USA. Check out over 9,000 five-star reviews from happy customers who've made the switch to Native. Now, you guys get a special, of course, because you're listening to us here on What's the Tea. (laughs) For 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use the promo code RU during checkout. That is 20% off your first purchase, nativedeodorant.com. Use the promo code RU. What's your name? What's your name? Normani is here. We just love Normani because I love you, more. you have had so much success in such a short yes. amount of time. Thank sh- you. Such sh- a sh- 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 amount of time. time. Now, because I read that you were born in LA, but you weren't born at the Grady Hospital, would you? Mama, what hospital, what hospital was, was she born in? at? Riverdale. 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 Okay, because that's go. down um, outside the perimeter, down I-85. Mm-hmm. Oh, come on in here. Oh, Everybody you know. is welcome, child. I lived in Atlanta. Did you? you did you, But you didn't st- spend didn't any time stay. there. No. You moved to New Orleans. Yep. And why did you guys move to New Orleans? Because my parents were working. My mom was traveling. She was a flight attendant. And my Ooh, dad was for Delta? traveling a lot. For Delta Airlines? Uh-huh. Well, that's the hub in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, and so, and that's why you guys moved to Atlanta, to, uh, to New, New Orleans. Orleans. Oh, okay. And then, and then uh, we moved the hurricane to, came. Right, in 2005. And you moved to... Uh, Houston. To Houston. So you were like nine? Yep. When, I was exactly nine. Yep. Nine when the Houston. And so what's... Um, Houston, you know, for a minute, Houston was kind of a dangerous town mm. in the... 
90s, I believe it was. They had a little uh, spurt there. What what ward were y'all in? In New Orleans or in? in, They they have wards in? They do have wards in in Houston. What ward were you guys? Ninth ward? I'm not sure. It was yeah. Mama's talking now. They just Pearland. Yeah. What's it called? It Pearland. But Pearland. right now like a we pear? live in <laughs> literally pear. Mm-hmm. Pearland. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But in New Orleans, we lived in the third ward. In the third ward, which is like uptown. Where do you live now? I'm still based in Houston, but uh-huh. for work here in LA. I was yeah. just. There but I don't call. Weekend. I don't call it. You home were just now. there in yeah. Houston. Where are you? The Galleria. Girl, Ooh, nothing better than that gallery. Is it it a takes good? a whole day. Oh, it is the is best it? mall. It's, in, a re- it's the like best mall. I knew it yeah. was years ago. Still, but no, no, what no, has it, it done for you lately? Oh, it, has done even, it could do a whole lot. Oh, really? Well, it yeah. has all of them. They have the Neiman's and everything. Neiman's, but they yeah. have Gucci. They have Fuji and Pierucci uh-huh. and all them stuff. Mm. They have Comfort. They have every store. Really? Plus yeah. the regulars. But Normani, you you travel the world um, and you know that the buyers in different cities will buy things for one city. Uh, that they won't buy in LA or in New York. Now, mm-hmm. knowing what you know about the Galleria in Houston, mm-hmm. are they buying all the fabulous things that you would find also in New York and in LA? I would have to say, you, you're a witness. Oh, I, I, I would you, agree. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely. The Christian say. Louboutin store there uh. had all the things that you would find in New York. For and sure. LA. Yeah. Absolutely. Huh. People lo- and there's a lot of money in Houston. Oh, I know. Well, oh, a used, lot. Was oil money was back then. It was oil. Money. I haven't. I. You know. Oh, yeah. We Texas. probably have one of the nicest malls. I would have to say in the country. It, for yeah, sure. I know. It yeah. used to be. I mean, when it first opened, it was everyone talked about yeah. the Galleria. Yeah. They've in kept Houston. it up. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's well, it's got to be thirty years old now. You I think? used to go in Seduction Days back then. So yeah. And they. And did you drive up in a covered wagon? Well, exactly. Uh-huh. The horses would pull up. They had yeah. a feeding station. Yeah. You know, Michelle was in a girl group called Seduction. Oh, shoot. The, you know, we didn't survive either, Normani. I was going to say, a girl group knows girl groups. <laughs> well, the thing about girl groups is that, you know, I grew up in a house with all girls, and girls can get a little testy after a while. And, mm. you know, I mean, Michelle, you guys split up. Why? Um, well, we split up because we were being done dirty. So when it came- Because it was a production deal. Correct. So when it came to a second album, we were like, right, let's do this and do it our own, but we'd have to litigate right. to get- To get the name To and get everything. broken free. Right. Gotcha. So then it was we made no money, so it was right. going to cost too much money to do that. Right. So that's why we didn't do it. The album went platinum, single went gold. Mm-hmm. Um, it should have been more. You know, it's a song you probably know. It- Takes two to make a thing go young. right. It takes two to Mom make knows. a thing go We were big yeah, in Houston. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was a big hit. So, do you miss being in a girl group? I do sometimes. Like, what, what I, do you I miss have my about moments. It? Um, I mean, I think that when you're used to something for seven oh, years. Oh, he done brought some food up in here. What's his Does name? It smell like salmon. What's his name? Jay. Jay. Now, okay, it's one thing to say, yeah, I'm going to step on a, in the, the recording session, but it's another thing to bring a, <laughs> plate, a plate of food good for you, Jay. up in here. <laughs> he not, brought two plates. Not good for you. That is so Negro. That is <laughs> RuPaul Andre Charles. I am a Negro. I we can say Negro. Jay is not. Jay yeah, is of right. the Asian persuasion. <laughs> yeah, he's from the Asian. So you said you miss the camaraderie. Is that what right, you're saying? Right, right. And yeah. there's never a dull moment, I mean, with... So many girls. Because so we're talking about Fifth Harmony. Split up? But creatively, well, we split. It was a mutual decision. Because right. yeah. we were together for like seven years. But That's we went in with the mentality time. on the X Factor as being like solo artists. Right. So oh, for you us, were put we, together. That's yeah, right. Yeah, we That's were put right. together. We didn't grow up together. We right. didn't even know each other existed. Yeah. But it just came to a point where we were like, okay, we did everything that we could possibly do. Yeah. 
And that was just it. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're talking about we're Fifth ready. Harmony. You guys mm-hmm. had two albums, three no, albums. Oh, we had, we had like Lot, lots of albums. An EP and maybe like three. Yeah. Three albums. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Lots of albums. Yeah. Lots of albums. Yeah. And so when you're put together like that by a, a company, you know, you they, they give you the smallest percentage of the profits. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there ought to be a law. You would think that after all of the TLC and Especially all that stuff. When it's Five girls. We That's a whole nother thing. One yeah. point to split with three girls. Wait, you, the girls, your group got one point of all of the points. To split amongst ourselves. That is Not ridiculous. one point each. Yeah. Was ours that bad? Ours no, wasn't. No. Okay, no. Okay. We went down in yeah. this story. Oh, yeah. We're like there with the Supremes and TLC. Uh-huh. Damn. Uh-huh. Well, but now you are solo and you have a lot. You've sold a lot of records on your own. How did you hook up with Sam Smith? How, who put you together? Well, Sam was a big fan of mine. Um, he loved Fifth Harmony and yeah. the feeling was mutual and I, I love him so much. But we just happened to be literally at the same place at the right time. Yeah. I was at um, the Stellar House, which is Stargates. They're huge producers. Wow, yes. Yeah, we were both there at the same time, I think working on two separate things and he came out and he was like hey I want to play you something that's going to be on my project and I was like of course not knowing that he would ask me to record uh-huh. right then and there that day that day <laughs> that day yeah and, well um, you know what they say if you stay ready you ain't got to get ready okay yeah so I mean I was ready apparently. you were ready I was ready you know you never know when that next big idea is coming from or where the next opportunity is that's why right. you have to stay ready right and you're still very very young 23 23 oh, years baby. old you're a fetus So you had signed up to do um, uh, the X Factor on your own as a solo Mm -hmm. artist. Now, Mama's in the room right now. Did you always sing? Did it, is it run in your family or are you just an anomaly? No, I'm just an anomaly. A, a Nor- Normani anomaly. Yes, basically. That's I, an album name. That's actually Normani anomaly. 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 No, that's hard to say. I'll give you your percentage. Yeah. No. 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 I want you to have everything. Normanily. Yeah. Normanily. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That's what you're doing in your head. Are you writing? Are you yes. writing the songs too? Yep. Writing, starting from the ground up. Yeah. Especially, you know, on the writing side. Oh, I yeah. mean, yeah. I can't just be out here being no. an artist singing the songs and no. not making anything. So. Because, but with Stargate and all those people, they always have a corral of different writers right. on there. Right. How many people wrote on the Sam Smith song? How many people? Um, Honestly, just. I think it was two. Just two? two maybe three. That's yeah. who were the writers? Um, Jimmy Napes, Sam. Uh-huh. And then I had input as well. So, oh good. Yeah. Oh good. So what do you now you, I, I I met you when you were on Dancing with the Stars. Mm-hmm. How'd you with, meet her when remember. she was on there? Because I was there to support Charo, Gucci Gucci Gucci. Right, of course. And she was there. And I met Candace. Um uh Candace, um, what's her last name? Kane. Candace A R person. Yes, yes. Candace Campbell. Candace Campbell. Candace Campbell. <laughs> oh my God. I met her. I was texting her last night. Yeah. I met. <laughs> did you tell us you were coming here? Yes. Good. Yes. Good. Because she's. I haven't seen her in a while, but we kept up. After we met in the uh, the green room at Dancing with the Stars, okay. and we became friends after that, and we've oh, wow. maintained a friendship. So you guys are still friends. We're still friends That's from amazing. from going to Dancing with the Stars wow. and all that. Uh, of course, I haven't seen her uh in a while because i've been what working thank Work. you uh and i haven't, I I haven't seen anybody in a while i feel it and just you're at 23 you know what it's like to just work hard non-stop and it must yeah. be this point where you're like 
I just want to go out and have some fun like a 23-year-old. That's what I told my mom. I was like, Mommy, I need a vacation. I yeah. want a girl's trip to Jamaica, something. Yes. And if your mom is smart, she so... said, baby, you got time for that later. That's yeah. what she said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, she was supportive. Actually, I'm going to see Janet tomorrow. You Janet Yay! Jackson in yeah. Vegas? So, my mom, she created that surprise for me. So. Oh, wow. She understands. She How'd understands. you get tickets? Um... Jay, the Jay, guy that brought Jay, the food in. Oh, Jay, yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to cuss him out as <laughs> when we get off the microphone because how nasty is that s- food smell right about now? I don't now? smell it. You smell it? I, I smell the smell fish. It. Is there yeah. salmon in there? Yeah, it's, no more salmon. Yeah. Okay. He ate it all. Uh, so Jay called up Janet's people said, oh, Normani want to come see your show, Janet. Because Janice. she's doing the, um, just like that. The, the residence. Yeah, right? residency. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She only has like one more show left. So Wait I have to. Wait one a minute. Wait a minute. What are you talking about? Yes, yeah, over. No, no, no. Uh, uh-uh. uh. She got a residency. It's gonna be going for a long time. Well, they don't. No, they that you were coming, so she said. She she, she goes she goes. She... I yeah. have to go. Okay, wait a minute. Okay, we're going to try to figure this out, though, because it it's on, a residency talking. is that she well, keeps on okay, doing it. She goes for like a year. She has three more weeks. Three more weeks? Yeah. Hell no. So, so I have to go. Yeah, you have to go. What are your favorite Janet songs? Um, what al- for, let's start ooh. with the album. What's your favorite Janet album? Is it favorite? The Janet album, the nineteen with the um, holding the titties? control. Honestly, I would say yeah. I was going to say control, Velvet Rope. Uh huh. I wish I would have gone to that concert. Oh, I watch it all one? the time on YouTube. Which, uh, which the Velvet one? Rope. The Velvet Rope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love, have you I seen get her? So lonely. Oh, I love. Have you heard the bass mix of that? The mm-hmm. the where it's. I get so lonely. Hey, I haven't. I don't think. Oh, it's 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 the best one. Okay, it's the best I'm one. To it. The it's producer's done saying on August something. Seventeenth. Producer's How? saying something. He's saying that it's done on. It's, that's not a she residency. Just started in May. How don't, she just you, gonna go don't be to calling August. your show a residency Residence. if you oh, are not a... living there for two or three <laughs> Janet, years. That is a vacation. That's a vacation. <laughs> that ain't no residency. So you're going tomorrow yes. to see the Janet I'm thing. I'm so excited. Oh my She's goodness. Top. Have you seen her in I concert? Love her so much. Um, I saw her at the Billboard Music Awards. Okay. I don't, like, I don't know if that it. really counts. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not no. really. Yeah. But uh, I've seen her many times. Me too. Me yeah. Too. Oh, she's so good. She's so good. So many hits. Oh, so hit after many hit. hits. Hits. Hit after hit after hit. 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 And she it, still got it. She still got she it. Is dancing do you want to do this for the rest of your life i do i love to perform it's yeah. something that i've always loved to do which is why like my mom and my dad put me in gymnastics and in yeah. dance because i could not keep still as a child yeah so i just love the energy i love being in front of people now has mama things. does mama look at your instagram uh post mm-hmm. because there's some provocative <laughs> pictures up in there she uh-huh. is 23 years she old 23. she supports it <laughs> she supports it my grandma does too she'll be like do you think girl uh-huh. yeah because you know there's a picture of you you and Ariana because you were the opening act for her yeah, for world Sweetener. tour mm-hmm. for Sweden is that tour still going on right now yeah she's doing the um, European leg yeah. I'm not going to be continuing on for that one yeah. but we did the the North America North run. America thing mm-hmm. and so do you do you get exhausted traveling like that for sure but the tour bus you'd be surprised it makes up time it makes up yeah, time if what I were if I were to fly and have to wake up go through security like yes. you lose a lot of time oh. there but I can at least sleep on the tour bus and wake yeah. up at the venue yeah. and go straight to hair and makeup. And on it's stage. just a living hell going through security and right. all that stuff and up and down, up and down and right. the babies. I can't wait for the jet life. 
Yeah, well, yeah, the private jet. Hey, yes. Jay Z. Hey, okay. Beyonce. <laughs> re, re. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a tough life, but you, it's important to do it and hit it hard right. while you're still young and while you can still do it because right. you want to create a, a, a an audience that want to stay with you, right? And and support you and then for the feeling rest of- like they're growing with you. Absolutely, too. Mm-hmm. absolutely. So, do you have time to date at all? No, no. And no. if you were going to date me up, where do you find? someone to date um at the BET Awards you are so stupid <laughs> no no I'm just I'm for real I wish so I need to go out more to be honest like if you don't see me at an award show or on stage I'm pretty much either at the studio or yeah. at home being an introvert yeah so I have myself to blame for that I yeah. feel all my when's your birthday May 31st May 31st I'm a, what I'm does a that make her? she a is a a true Gemini. So I, a true May Gemini. 21st? May 31st. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. May 31st. Oh, so there's Gemini. two of you. Ooh. There is two of me. Yeah. So how would you describe the difference between the two? One is what and one is the other. What other is what? Um, one can be very sweet. Uh-huh. I will never say passive at all. Uh-huh. I think that the Gemini really jumps out when it comes to my business. Yeah. You mean the the, the mean Miss Charles? Me, right. Miss, me, Mar- me, Mar- me, Normani. Right. Jumps out when you talk in business. Not, even, not even mean, but I don't play about my, my shit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. You should. Because yes. I work too hard and I sacrifice being away from home. Like, yeah. I have not spent the last seven years with my dad, with my grandmother, even with my dogs in my bed. Yeah. So it's just, it's, it's a lot of sacrifice for it not to be right. And Absolutely. I work so hard. So I'm like, my team around me needs to work just as hard, that's if not harder. Right. So. That's right. You know, that's why it's so important to uh, to put in the hard yards and understand that this doesn't happen for everybody. Mm-hmm. There, are, there are several many, right. thousands of very talented people out there, mm-hmm. good looking people out there. Mm-hmm. But what's happened with you is and it is an anomaly in it because a normally a normally because it's just you know uh when you're young though you think well this is what happens to everybody right no. it doesn't mm-hmm. right it really doesn't and uh mama's up in here and her he's part of your management team what's yep. his name jay jay mm-hmm. what his name is i'm a wait for him outside <laughs> ooh yeah because he brought that food up in here. Do you, I, now, how do you, what are you eating? What do you, how do you keep your, yourself together? Because you can't eat crap on the road because it's um, going to make you tired. Right, right. Yeah, I don't do the pizza. I don't do the fries. I try my best to be as good as I can be. I like this place called Crossroads. Here it's in a, LA. Oh, it's, it's a vegan. Oh, it's, vegan it's a vegan place. Yeah. yeah. Bomb. But yeah. it tastes like really good food. It tastes yeah. like real food. Right. Like it's still, <laughs> it's it's still comfort food. It's real food. <laughs> uh, I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, so you like Crossroads. Yes, I How, like uh, Crab Legs too. What, is that a restaurant called? Is, no, I just, just Crab Legs. Like anyway, that was general. kind of, that was the running thing. That's what we always had on tour. Yeah. For crab Legs. For dinner. I know, I yeah. know. Well, it's we just got lots of salt. It's fine. But it's also because you're from New Orleans. I'm from New Orleans. Yeah. I love seafood. It's yeah. my favorite. Yeah. yeah. So which of the Fifth Harmonies do you still talk to? Who did you talk to last of the Fifth Harmonies? Last, probably Lauren. You guys are the closest? I, I would definitely say that we all kind of play different parts in each other's lives. Still today? You know? yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I always, I'm so supportive. I see everything that they're doing. Yeah. Even if we're not in each other's world, like we used to be 24-7, I still yeah. have 
the same support for them as I, I did. I can't imagine uh, being in a group of people for that long a time. Right. It's a know? marriage for real. It really is. It really, really and is. And then all the songs you guys have made together are like your babies. Right. You know? That we birthed. That you together. birthed. Uh-huh. <laughs> together. Exactly. And in, on all those songs, did you guys do the writing? Uh, do you have a piece of the writing? We actually got a chance to write towards the end. Yeah. Um, on the last album. Yeah. Yeah. But always starts out like that. In the Prior beginning. to that, yep. no. Who whose brainchild was it? Was it Sony? Uh, was it Simon? Uh, what Psycho. Was Psycho. Yeah, was Psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were signed Psycho and Epic. And so Epic. it was between LA and Simon. And they chose the songs for you and everything. Yeah, we um, we gave feedback, but ultimately it came down to them making a decision and then at the end of the day it was five girls which we had brilliant ideas and i'm so grateful that towards the end they let us yeah have creative input and you could hear the difference you can yeah. hear the difference in how we deliver sure the record yeah and how we perform it on stage but for the most part in the beginning it was creatively driven by label so tell me about the stuff you're doing now what um what excites you about it what why the songs you're writing now the mm-hmm. songs you're performing now Um, Why those songs? Those records, I feel like, take me back to the feeling that I had when I fell in love with music. I love Mm -hmm. 90s Mm R&B. All of the artists that I grew up listening to are actually supportive of me now, which Mm -hmm. is the craziest thing. It's very mind-blowing because I never knew that I would be in the position to even be able to say that. Like I knew that this is always the place that I wanted to be, but I didn't really know necessarily how I would get here. Mm -hmm. So just the fact that I have the freedom creatively to talk about any and everything that I want to talk about and and start with the producers from the ground up Mm -hmm. and actually be as hands-on as possible and people being open to that is like anything that I've ever asked for. Is there a performer whose career you are, you know, using as a Mm -hmm. guideline or as a, as an outline for your own career? Are you following, Mm -hmm. are you retracing the steps of Beyonce or Janet Mm -hmm. or, or who? I would definitely say that everybody has influences, you know, like I love Janet so, so much. I love B. Um, Destiny's Child, Kelly Rowland, who's You're been Houston very. Girl. Mm-hmm. I'm a Houston girl. Yes. Well, New Orleans originally. I don't yeah. want that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Mariah Carey. There's so many women that I hope to follow the footsteps of, and I feel like the people that you grow up looking at and idolizing, they're there for the blueprint. You sure. know, yeah. like next, <clears throat> the future. Like I hope to do the same for generations and generations to come yeah so yeah. T- so um what is the normani brand then so uh who uh what is what is it you know because you know each of those people you name they mm-hmm. have a very distinctive um um blue uh, uh, uh sort of uh skeleton of the type of songs they sing right the sort of area that they cover mm-hmm. you know janet's kind of this sort of sexy sensual thing that she does and Beyonce's um a, a, is a different mold right, right. so what what's the Normani uh blueprint I think that <clears throat> I'm still in the process of figuring that out yeah. because it's really a strange situation like I'm a, a veteran because I've been in the industry for seven years but it's also a new experience for me because I'm being able to tap into so many different things that like I haven't yeah. had the had the opportunity to exercise before. So it's kind of like me being a new artist, but I would definitely say that um, performance driven. I love entertainers. Like my favorite artists are Janet B, Michael Jackson, Prince. I love Whitney. 
So I hope to one day just follow their footsteps and really make a difference and impact in music like they have. Yeah. Um, but in terms of specifics, like the sexiness and I think I'm mysterious as well. Yeah. Well, um, looking at your Instagram, there's a lot of sexy going on up I in there. I know, I know. Well, I mean, listen, if you got it, flaunt it, you know. That's uh, what <laughs> I always you say. you don't, buy it. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. But you got it. You well, today you it. can. Today yes, you can. Yeah, so. yeah. But, you know, it's just very interesting because you're in an interesting position now because you can you can create whatever you want. And, of course, you want longevity. Right, right. The thing about the sexy thing is that the sexy kind of paints into a certain corner right. that then you it, then people won't uh, listen to you in other ways. It's a it's right. a weird balance. Right. So I know you've got management. Who who, who will you listen to when it, in 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 regards to mapping out the the Normani uh, plan? Who well, will you listen to? I have you have to have an amazing team around you. People that you trust. People that you trust will guide you and lead you because they want the best for you. Yeah. But ultimately I, I'm a really hands-on and yeah. strong-headed woman. I'm uh -huh. sure Jay can agree to that. I know Gemini. for a fact, I know what I want. Yeah. Um, even if you give me input, I'll take that. Sure. But at the end of the day, if yeah. I don't feel comfortable doing something or if I feel like something needs more work, then I'm going to let you know. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to work 10 times harder to oh, make yeah. sure that that comes into fruition. Yeah. Like, for instance, I have a music video coming out very soon. Who directed? Dave Myers. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's incredible. Yeah. And I wanted it to have the early 2000s feel. Uh -huh. And I'm like, what better person than Dave oh, Myers himself to, to direct? And What's the video called? Um, it's the record's called Motivation. Uh huh. Yeah. And the song he did the video for is, is Motivation? Yes. Okay. Yes. Who wrote it? Um, Star, no, 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 um, Max Martin. Scam. What? Wow. Yeah, Sovin and Ilya. Oh my goodness. And Ariana has writing credit on it. Oh too. my goodness. Mm -hmm. And it's called Motivation. Yes. Oh, I can't wait to hear that yes. and see the video. It's very high in energy. And I'm really happy that they thought of me and kept me in mind for the record because yeah. it was curated in pieces before, but they yeah. let me come in and add horns to it and yeah. really make it my own. So. I was grateful for that. Oh my goodness, that's fantastic! Yes. Uh, and, and now this uh, podcast will come out uh, next year sometime. So by then, uh, the video uh, would be out, and yeah. people can see it. It's just called motivation. Motivation. Yes. Yeah. Now, because you know, you you can sing. You can you. really sing, and you know, you. big voices like yours. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, it's important to have the great writers. Right. To on those, have you thought about covers at all? Because you know there, you know, years ago before you were born, there was a time when big songwriters like Hal David and Burt Bacharach, or or you know, mm. uh, you know, Cynthia Wilde and and Barry Mann, these mm -hmm. huge songwriters, they commanded the charts and they wrote the greatest songs for the greatest singers. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so um, have you done any cover versions of of songs? in your career at all like a cover yeah. in general yeah oh yeah for sure uh, have you recorded them and put them on on records no not on the project yeah just in concert mm -hmm. and stuff mm -hmm. like what you what who have more you covered? of an acoustic vibe yeah. yeah um well i typically did a bunch of covers while i was in the group i recently yeah. did a rihanna medley uh-huh while i was on the sweetener tour yeah um but for the most part i try to just perform my original music yeah yeah, yeah. But it's really cool to be able to kind of draw from all of your different inspirations because, like I said, like the blueprint is there and it's 
it's cool to just pull different things and kind of make a melting pot of your own. Yeah. So on the way here to the studio, um, what were you listening to? I've been listening to Brandy a lot. I love a Brandy. Lot. People cannot sleep never on say Brandy. never. Oh, that's oh, a great album. They better not sleep on oh, her. No, she, she is the queen. Oh, she. You know, I, I've said this many times. There's something when she harmonizes with herself. There's something it re, it it's resonates un, somewhere in my in my in my head, unmatched. like in my sinuses. There's a vibration that happens that. I, I'm addicted to the right. way it, it feels mm-hmm. in my body. Right. And I listen to Brandy all the time. You know what I, I love, love is... Um, acapella. Oh, acapella. I love that I love song. Acapella. But you know what I love is um, uh, Almost Doesn't Count, which yes. is on the Never Say mm-hmm. Never album. That was her sophomore album. Yes. Her Never Say album. Never is the second yeah. album. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a masterpiece, that yes. album. Yes. And see, she's got songs by Diane Warren on there. Oh, wow. Uh, which is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, have she You Ever. Dark Child Alive. Dark too. Child was on that record. But Have You Ever is is her number is a number one song. And have you sung any Diane Warren songs? I have not, but huh. I love Diane. Yeah. Yes. I've worked with her when I was working with the group, I think that I'm going to have to put her on my, my list of... You should. And make sure... And when you talk to her, say, has anyone ever sung this song before? Right. That's a very important question to ask Diane Warren. Okay. <laughs> okay. And then... She um, would know. <laughs> she know well, you know, because she's going to want to sell you a song right. that that maybe someone else sang, but mm-hmm. it wasn't didn't a have a hit yeah. with them. But, you know, uh, she is a genius. She is a genius. A genius. And for so long. Oh, for so long. Consistency. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, so when when is the album coming out? Well, I'm still working on it. Yeah. I tried my best to work as much as I could while I was on tour, but yeah. you know how that can oh, be. God. Like different studios, oh, you goodness. end up in some random city yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with not the proper yep, equipment. With no. nothing. Yeah, and yeah. so I'm preparing for something currently. Okay. Like, I'm not sure I can speak about. Yeah. Um, but you should know in the next like three weeks. Okay. Okay. But after that, it's lockdown. Yeah. How many cities did you do on the tour? How many? Uh, on cities? the Sweetener tour. It was like 50. 50? Was That's 50? ridiculous. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a long tour. It was like four months. That's a lot. Yeah. That's re- that's crazy. But it's insane because it flew by, but it also felt like a long period of time all in one yeah it's quite strange did you just do the u.s leg i did the u.s leg yeah Mm -hmm. wow oh my goodness well best experience ever i'm sure and there will be many many more you you. know it's just you know uh like like we say here on on drag race you just have to look out for the certain sort of emotional psychological booby traps that we every human has Mm -hmm. and you know if you can uh stay on top of that and Hear it right. and say thanks for sharing, but I'm going to do this over here. Right. Uh, then you'll ha- you can have a long, glorious career, and right. I'm sure that you. you will. Thank you. Thank you so much for talking with us. Thank you for having me. Normani is uh, a fabulous talent whose uh, music you have to hear. the The music video uh, we were talking about is called Motivation. Dave Myers directed it, and uh, you got to check that out. Yes. And we can find you at uh, uh, your your Instagram is what? It's just Normani. Normani. Mm-hmm. It's N-O-R. like Norman with an I on That's the end. That's what my mama be saying. <laughs> <laughs> and Instagram and all, it's easy to find yes, you there. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Normani, and thank, thank you, you, Michelle. You're Until welcome. Until next thank time, you. my dear. Yes, bye. bye. <laughs> can I get an amen? Can't love yourself 
And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell you gonna love somebody else? Amen.